0: practice the pause where we sit we think a second okay wait a minute yeah now is this person just projecting their nonsense onto me or is this really something that or is this a mirror for myself like is this something that i do perhaps myself that i don't like within myself you know again it's to practice the pause to say hey let me just zip it real quick for a hot second and take a look at the situation and then if you need to you know take a few deep breaths you know again, do you need to walk away? Um, I also do assertiveness coaching. So it's, you know, creating those boundaries, learning how to say no, learning how to walk away. I mean, you need to be able to do that.
1: Everyone's fighting a battle that you can't see. I am James and welcome to Focus For You. In this podcast, I will give you tips to overcome the challenges that we all battle with. Hey guys, welcome back. I have a very special guest, uh, one of Sonia Valu. She was fantastic. I got to sit in her lovely, lovely home. It was so magnificent. It was so beautiful. Uh, there was running water. There were stones. There was, there was rocks. There was colors. There was everything. Uh, I believe even in this episode, if you listen closely enough, you can hear... Uh, the water that she has running in the background from a stone that is just absolutely peaceful. Uh, we had an amazing, amazing time. We sat there and we got a chance to talk about establishing a positive mindset, your higher self, um, being a super mom, establishing a worry period, empathy, the ability to say no, and so much more. I can't tell you how much fun I actually had with this woman we always have a time when we get it get together and we're just chatting and we're talking we're chatting we're talking and I finally got a chance to uh, grab a hold of Sonia and her busy schedule as she is persevering into another stratosphere for herself so as You get to learn a little more about Sonia, so do I. And it happened to be one of the best interviews I've had a chance to do. So without any more talk up or up talk, um, the talented, the energetic, the exciting, the knowledgeable, warm-hearted teacher, Sonia Valu. All right, guys, welcome back. I am sitting in Sonia Valu's house. It is magnificent. It's beautiful. Um, the colors, the plants. It is everything that you think it would be when you walk in. And uh, I am so excited to actually finally have her on the show. I like. I was. I kept thinking about this on the on the drive home because I was like, maybe Sonia do the show if I come home. Maybe Sonia do the show if I come home. And I called her and I was like. Hey, you know, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And Sonia, what did you say? What did you say?
0: I actually knew that I said it would be better if you were home because being in each other's energy like this is like way better.
1: Absolutely. Being
0: old time friends.
1: So I, uh, I could, I, I was like, yes, we'll do it. So we are here and it's, this is going to be fun. Yes. This is going to be fun. So thank you for being on the show for first and foremost.
0: Absolutely. Th-
1: thank you. Thank My you, thank pleasure. You. Um, we reconnected on Facebook and because I got back on Facebook because of the show, as you guys know, and I was just going through people's things and I saw Sonia had written a book and I was like, no way. She wrote a book and then I messaged you, you just happened to be on it and then you got back to me immediately and you're like, James, I wrote a book. I've been going through this and I've been going through that. And I was like, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more happier for somebody. You know what I mean? I just, there was so much joy. I felt so proud. I felt like uh, like a brother watching his sister accomplish a goal that she had set out for herself. And and then she sent me the book and then she signed it and she said something very lovely in it. And I read the thing cover to cover in a week.
0: Yes, you did. I, it was fast. I, I,
1: I absolutely <laughs> loved it because it was, it spoke to me about the things that, I'm currently working through and I'm currently trying Mm -hmm. to be better Mm -hmm. about and you kind of put it in a book in a paperback book that I just was just like, yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't you be trying to uh, implement some of these things in your life, if not all of them, you know what I mean, but to, to find that to find that focus doesn't just happen by itself. So, no. Sonia, how, how, how did all that come about for you, man?
0: It was a very long journey. Um, since I was, you know, young, I always had this ability to know things, see things, and get a clearer view than most. And being highly empathic, it was tough a lot of times. You know, you had anxiety, you didn't know which way it was up. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, just like everybody, right? You're mm-hmm. just kind of like muddling through life and just not knowing what you're doing and it was just like I knew at some point I had to put it all together so I decided to just put it pour my heart out into this book you know my life is in there from like front to back but also a lot of very teachable moments you know and so how can people really move forward past their sticking points and I utilized all my experiences and was just hoping that it would touch and resonate with a whole huge audience, because it's real life. It's real talk. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, absolutely. Real talk. Uh, What I've realized along my journey is that people relate to you once Mm -hmm. you show your scars, once you start sharing with them.
0: That wounded warrior. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And there's still a whole nother chapter of my scars that I'm not ready to share with, with people just yet. And reading your book makes me realize that I can share those things and it's going to be all right on the other side.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's a—it's all part of the healing process. Yeah. It's like that onion, you know, peeling the layers off, yeah. right? So it's just when you're ready, little by little, when you're ready, you just kind of like, just let it go, let it go, let it go until it's fully gone and then you're okay and you've accepted it and you can just move on from there. Yeah. And help others by and your experience.
1: I, um, I, I, I seek to help others now because I love watching people's face light up when you kind of put them in a place where it's like I didn't think of it that way before right I hadn't I hadn't put in those kind I didn't put two and two together now that I have you know now every time I see these people I'm so I'm like how far are you on your next step where are you at where are you with this Mm -hmm. where are you are with that and you know they're giving me feedback And good or bad they're giving me feedback but i'm more happy that they're now on the path right more than anything so um so i we i when i was reading the book i wanted i had these questions and something in there you uh put is uh being selfish like how do you find time to be selfish
0: Oh yes, I've been told plenty of times that I'm actually very selfish, and I said at first I would always be like, "Is that just an Aries thing or whatnot?" I know
1: I get I get told that too, so it might be a Virgo thing too.
0: I don't know, right? Just people just don't understand, you know, because in today's society, everybody's always like, "Oh, we got to do this, this, and this," and it's always about giving, 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 and there's no balance, and you don't understand how to receive and give and all of that, right? So it's like, but most of all, I always you know, like to put out there about self-care. You have to have that because you can't pour from an empty cup, right? That's normal. That's the normal little saying that's out there. You can't yeah. pour from an empty cup, right? So like to be selfish, it's really, it's like people see it as that, unfortunately. But f- to me, really, it's just taking care of yourself and making it a point to do the things you like, to go out and about, even if you're alone, like being alone, taking that time to have that interest introspect and go, you know, looking in, yeah. right? So it's just like, that's how I feel when I'm like, yeah, be selfish. Take time for you because, you know, the other people aren't going to do it for you. Right. You know, only you are going to do it for you.
1: Right. So as being a mom and a sister and a daughter, how do those dynamics work down when you're being selfish or trying to be selfish in those manners? Okay,
0: multitask, right? (laughs) Like I am the most... Fabulous multitasker out there, I feel sometimes just because you know it's all about allotting time, right? Kind of having some schedule running, you know, all the time in your head, right? So it's like, okay, today it's A, B, and C, um, but guess what? From one to three, that's my time, right? Everybody else can have their own time whenever they want. You know, the kids are after school, this and that, that's all their time till they go to bed. But like for my parents that live here now and things like that, like, no, we always make time. I always make time, but there is always a set time for me. So, always.
1: So that, that that definitely speaks to the next question about finding now. So from what you're telling me is that you, every day you should find a point to give yourself some me time, some individual...
0: Even if it's 15 minutes yeah. meditation, even if it's an hour outside taking a walk, even if it's like at the end of the night you know don't turn the tv on just take a hot minute to like reflect on the day and say hey this is what i did you know this is what i want to do tomorrow this these are my goals whatever just something that's for you that you like to do if it's you know again just hanging on the phone with a friend for a half an hour so be it but it's your time you choose what you want to do on your time right you know being in the moment and that's where a lot of people have worry have anxiety and have all these things because they just can't be in the moment at that second and just say hey okay what's going on right now case closed
1: so uh i've uh, i've been trying to experience um for a long time i've been able to like been able to focus on the now and the now only lasts for as long as i can think of it as now.
0: Yeah, moment, moment.
1: And before you know <laughs> it, I'm thinking about the thing I have to do in two hours.
0: No, Aunt, eh, that's a no.
1: I know it's a no. I know it's a no, but that's when I'm in my now moment, yeah. I can't help but to think about, all right, this is what I have for now, but now I'm looking at it In, like, 15, 20 minutes later, half an hour, an hour, whatever. You know, what your retro schedule looks like.
0: Just let it free flow. Just let it flow. Go with the flow, right? You've heard that? Yeah, No, seriously, like, if you try to keep it too regimented, I mean, then you're just, again, this is where most of, like, society and all these Americans are just getting, like, into these, like, ruts where it's like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And then all of a sudden, they have the weight of the world, right, on their shoulders. They feel compressed they're depressed, they're anxious, they're worried, they don't know what the hell to do with themselves. And it's like, okay. And then we talk about positive mindset. Then ain't nobody having positive mindset feeling like that.
1: Are you looking at my notes? Because that's literally <laughs> what... The I'm next
0: clairvoyant, <laughs> right? That's like your next question too after that. Yes, it is.
1: It really is. Yes. So so
0: ast- I I look at one thing and that's it. I look at one thing and that's how I always studied in college too. Like I'd always look at my notes and I'd take a photo of it basically and I already knew what was up. How, how we roll
1: jeez <laughs> you know i'm so i I'm so jealous of people that can do that and can just take that moment right there work on it and then move on like I, it's something that i've learned over time mm-hmm. uh however it still plagues me in, in a lot of situations where it's just like i can't just pick up and move on i gotta make it perfect not not make it perfect but i gotta give it some time and some energy mm-hmm before I can just move on and start working on something else so um, and that that also plays into uh, having a positive mindset about not only what you're doing but yourself so I'm, I'm, I'm I have it on my dashboard in my car it says believe in yourself it's just yes that, that's all that's there yes. it's just it says that right there so every time I get in the car think about how many times you get in and out of the car it's a great place to put a um, affirmations that's if you
0: got, positive affirmations if
1: you have them, because it's, yeah. a, it's the place that you if you think about it you, if at minimum you're in that car two times a day right. going to work and right. leaving from work so you'll see it regardless if you don't think you see it you do see it you do so if you sit there and you and you're constantly um um reading that affirmation in my Im- imagination you're starting to establish a positive mindset that you yourself can do that
0: right and so when I work with my clients I actually tell them to you say you okay put it in the car but I also tell them okay put it on a sticky note on the refrigerator put a sticky note on the mirror in the bathroom put a sticky note anywhere that you think you're gonna be like a lot of times like you said at work and whatnot but um, using those it's actually been like studied that it it even in two weeks your brain starts to change and then within two months you've already now created this new habit and this new thought so you really actually start to believe it even after the whole six months have gone by you are now full-fledged believing whatever it is that you wrote down so it it, it does take time but it does happen and Look, you can do it I got it. goosebumps yeah you can do I got it
1: goosebumps it's, yeah no i i completely agree because i've um I've, I've started to write down like all my ideas and all my goals and things that mm-hmm. I want to do when I'm at my desk and I sit there and I write them down and then I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it I've, I've even got a I even wrote it on the mirror in the bathroom so I, I, maybe I'm yeah. not looking at it looking at it, right. but I know it's there and I know what it says on there right and it's it's helping me now cross off goals that I have. So now now when I'm speaking with people and I'm telling them about my show and, and helping them trying to get to another point, I make sure I say to them, I ask them, write down three to five goals. Mm-hmm. Just write them down, and then if they start to, if you start to cross off those goals, that means that's that's your path. That's your energy. That's the way you're supposed to be mm-hmm. going. So uh, continue to follow that. Um, if you would speak more to your about your clients in that in that positive mindset.
0: Okay, so most that do come to me, yeah are you know Debbie Downers or and we're trying to turn them into Sally Sunshine right <laughs> you know, it's just kind of how it goes um, you obviously one seek out a life or health coach if not right mm. so we focus a lot on your baggage and what's going on through basically it's 12 different aspects of your life. It's called the circle of life. And we go through different types, like finances, career, love, joy, creativity, home life, cooking, whatever, you know, there's, it's all there. And it's really, you can't get to point B without dealing with point A, right? And all the bags that people carry. So it's all the traumas and whatnot. And a lot of people like to stuff them down, put band-aids on them, and walk around with a smile on their face, but really they're dying inside slowly. So it's to sit there and just be in a safe space and be able to be honest with somebody and say, hey, and have really great feedback and not necessarily like, oh, going to a psychologist and sitting there for like an hour and then they tell you absolutely nothing and all you did was talk. You know, I am an active listener. I like to listen to people and say, hey, Um, so I heard you say this. Let's talk about that. And then usually they're bawling in the chair, or they're like, oh my God, I never saw it like that. You know, again, it's all about changing your perspective mm-hmm. and how you see things, and that it's not, things aren't really happening to you, really, believe it or not. You know, people are like, oh, this happens. And no, it's not that. Just it's a lesson, it's an experience. Step back, take a look at it, right? And, um, just what can you learn from it to move forward? It's just about lessons in life and how do you react to them or actually not at all. How do you not even react to it? You know? So, cause people like to get rises out of others and it's just like, you don't need to do that.
1: So that's a, that's a great thing. I was thinking about while you were saying was, uh, how do you, how do you change that though? How do you, how do you change for an example, not reacting? Like if, a oh. client, if the client came to you and you were trying to coach them out of not reacting to whatever it is that's right. called, their baggage yes how would you what would you instruct them
0: okay so i have different types of techniques where we you know you it's the pause <laughs> practice the pause <laughs> right you know practice the pause where we sit we think a second okay wait a minute yeah Now, is this person just projecting their nonsense onto me or is this really something that, or is this a mirror for myself? Like, is this something that I do perhaps myself that I don't like within myself? You know, again, it's to practice the pause, to say, hey, let me just zip it real quick for a hot second and take a look at the situation. And then if you need to, you know, take a few deep breaths, you know, again, do you need to walk away? um, I also do assertiveness coaching. So it's, you know, creating those boundaries learning how to say no, learning how to walk away. I mean, you need to be able to do that. So if someone's really just, you know, making you really angry, step, step back. Yeah. You know, you really kind of just have to take that breath and walk away.
1: Because uh, it's when not worth it. No, it's and not. And can't,
0: people can't argue with you, right?
1: When you're upset. Well,
0: no, but like, if you don't react... There's nobody to argue with.
1: <laughs>
0: People sometimes just like to like argue to argue for the you know
1: for the sake sh- of it for
0: the sake of it, and to- so it's like. But if you stay quiet, there's nobody, you know, be real zen about life. There's nobody to argue with.
1: Yeah, and, and I think it comes back to what you were saying before. Is like now is this a reflection of me? Is this. Right. Am, am I the one that's the issue, you know, or am I, am I the one that's in a place that isn't really healthy for all of this? So you kind of, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So I, that's, that's really good. That's really good. Uh, Cause. Practice
0: the pause. Uh, yeah.
1: Practice the pause. <laughs> I like that because. When we're angry, we don't think before we speak.
0: No, a lot of times, right. And it's like daggers, you know, it's like daggers, energy daggers really is what it is, you know, and it hurts. And, you know, people (laughs) talk about how, you know, the tongue is the worst weapon. It, It really, truly is because you can't, you can't, you know. Sometimes really take that back. No,
1: you, yeah, it's once it's said, it's it's said. It's I out there mean, in right. the
0: universe, and it's the energy's already out there. You know when they talk about oh, you can cut. You know, you walk into a room, you t- can take a knife and cut the tension with it. It's that really exists. That does you know, exist. That energy you, you exists. Can,
1: yeah, I know. I, you definitely can feel that. And when you're, I, I can't help but to think is that when you're in that place, a real. Uh, upset place and that that place that ma- makes things a lot more harder in your life you're not uh, you're not reaching for your higher self you're not reaching for the better version of you because
0: oh it took me a long time to do that <laughs> don't worry <laughs> I used to I used to come at people too just the same it took me a, a like I said it took me a little while on my path to be like all right you know everybody has a heart everybody is somebody's Sister, brother, mother, daughter, whatever, you know, everybody has their own shoes, their own journey type of thing, you know, that they're walking and it's like, you have to give people sometimes the benefit of the doubt, no matter how nasty they're being, because you you really don't know what's going on in their head. Well, I might (laughs) because I do what I do, but like the, for the majority of the people, you don't really know. And it's like, you can't. People like to judge, yeah. you know, and it's just,
1: yeah, it's just got to
0: kind of again practice that pause.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as as you as we as I was talking about your higher self, I was always curious, like, what was the journey like for you to get to your higher self? People always, I'm,
0: well, there's the ego and the higher self. Yes, right? there is
1: the ego and the higher right. self. Right. And I and I I do believe that you need the ego yes. to get to your higher self.
0: Oh no, that is that that ego definitely is your almost like your little saving grace because yeah. if we constantly always lived in the higher self, we don't have that shadow side to be reflecting back to, you know, to keep learning from. And so it's like you have to have always just a smidget of it just to keep you in check, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're human. We're here. This is what we're doing. We're learning the lessons. It's all that karma. It's all that, the whole thing. So it's like, you can't, if you were so all the time in your higher self, it would be like, you're basically like an angel walking here on earth. Like really seriously. Yeah. But you know, we're here, we're living this incarnation as the human form and we need that. And a lot of people who, um, I came from like a, a, religious background, grew up Catholic and whatnot. And it's always be, it was always funny. Cause my mom would equate like the ego and the higher self as like the devil and the show, um, the angel on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Right. It was always like that, like the cartoon most people <laughs> see, you know, like there's <laughs> cartoons and, um, You know, it's again, it's that, that balance, finding balance. It's always about finding balance. So, um, you do definitely need to, to try to be in your higher self as much as possible. Again, um, looking at people in a different light as that they have, speaking of light, that they have a light in them just like you do. Yeah. And even if it's not burning bright, just as bright as yours, how can you ultimately get them through their crunch even if it's attacking you right yeah. how can you like you know turn the other cheek or help them out still moving forward and sometimes you know that's that means getting divorced <laughs> you know that means you know telling them the truth right like hey let me i want to talk with you about something and letting them know like that's not cool, and I don't appreciate it. Again, it's just keeping a level head. You can tell anybody anything.
1: You should be able to,
0: right? Well, you you know, and that's that's like you have your question, like what your you know superpowers. Mm-hmm. Well, besides doing what I do, that it's that truth. It's that speaking the truth, mm-hmm. being empowered enough to be like, hey, listen, in a loving, compassionate way, because if you can keep your head on straight and say what you need to say. Nobody really. I mean, if they get mad at you, that's that's them because that's again, them. it's it's a reflection of what's going on in their life, and they just need to put it together. Right. That's it.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I I completely agree. Um, I was I always think about like uh, when it comes to my higher self, is when that that light kind of kicked on for me, mm-hmm. and I would say it kicked on for me about a year ago, and things were things were going so well for me, like. The things that I said I wanted to do were just starting to fall law into place. Law of attraction. Yeah, law of attraction, absolutely. The things that I, I wanted to do and the things mm-hmm. I wanted to have happen mm-hmm. were starting to fall into place. And I didn't know how this happened. It kind of just started to happen, and then I started to... You were
0: being positive.
1: Yes, I was being more positive in every facet of my life. Right, so it and attracts more of the same. So it attracts more yeah. of the same. So when I, when I sat there and I started, like, even at this point... I think back to that and I, and I get humbled a lot of times because it's just like, I get so envious of people that find this earlier, that have, have been able to shape and mold their stuff over the, over the years to get to the point where they understand what it takes day in and day out to manage their ego and manage their higher self and to, to find a spirit, to find an essence, to find positivity um, and find their true self. It makes for conversations with these people and understanding with these mm-hmm. people. It's like I, I immediately love you when you come across that way. It's an, I immediately want to be your friend, right? Because I know that when we talk, we're going to bounce that energy off of us, and we're going to try to just like we're here today. I'm trying to elevate you. You're mm-hmm. trying to elevate me because I. Why would I want anything I, better? Anything for you? different? Why exactly. would I want anything different from right. you? Exactly. Or so, you know, being to being at that point and. Coming to this point in my journey, knowing that my journey is not over, that I I still have so much further to go, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just always a very humbling experience for me.
0: Well, right, because some people learn their lessons a little sooner than others, right? right. And um, some people, you know, just don't. And that's why they are still the people that they are. And does that make them wrong? No. Does it make them right? Hey, you know, it is what it is. That's their journey. But the people that are more aware and awake sooner, it's just because they realize, hey, okay, I got it. Like, I don't need to, it's, you know, again, with the karma, right? Mm-hmm. It repeats, keeps coming back around and around until you learn that lesson. Well, mm-hmm. some people will be like, okay,
1: <laughs> I, had I got it. <laughs> I had enough.
0: I do not want to do this again. I am all set, yeah. right? Like, they don't want to do it again. So those are the people that, like, yeah, you know, like, I've, I've had a lot of experiences in my life, and I was like, oh, okay, nope, we're good. Yeah.
1: I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again.
0: No. So again, you know, you see things after in a different light. You really start to kind of shape and mold and think things differently after.
1: Yeah. So uh, I always think about times that you would come into that place I used to work at. Yes. I don't say that place on my show. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And you would come in and we would chat and I'd be, when you left, I'd always be longing for more conversation. I'd always be like, man, Sonia's got something that I want to be a part of. I want something of. And I was just like, man, I'm, we're going to, I kept, always kept saying to myself, I was like, there's going to be some way that me and her are going to sit down and talk. And I'm very grateful that I, this is the opportunity that I have with all of that. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. This is like awesome that you're doing this. This is like the coolest <laughs> thing ever.
1: <laughs> so like with that, I couldn't help but to think is that um, I wanted to ask you like, what is clairvoyant? You've mentioned that already.
0: Oh, yeah, I know, right? Like five times already? I,
1: what is that? Like, is that... <laughs> He's <laughs> like,
0: what you have? I see all these crystals in yeah. here, Sonia. You, you have a grazing ball somewhere? How do you do Something. this? Something.
1: <laughs> I mean, if you can read the future, just let me know where I'm making my mistakes already so I can... Uh, don't forget,
0: this. don't forget, it's not about the mistakes. Yeah, no, it's, it's about, t- right? Yeah. It's about what are you going to be doing that's fabulous instead. Yeah. Um, so being clairvoyant, the typical definition of a clairvoyant is somebody who can either see into the past, the present, the future, and be able to know what's, like, what's up with mm-hmm. them. But really energetically speaking, it is all about your energy. So like I can... Just walk up next to somebody. I can be on a text, a phone call, a video, whatever. And I already know what their deal is.
1: That's that's so past present and future so- okay
0: so i oh and i see it's like like technicolor right hd tv no way so i see like movies so there'll be times where i've had clients well i have clients all over the world and one of my favorites was always in cali and i give him a buzz in the first session i said to him i said hey i go nice to see you i go you look great. I go this and that, the other thing. And I said, you know, you your house is lovely. I love how you have it set up. And he goes, Sonia, what, what? He goes, how? He, You're in my house. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> You're freaking me out. And I'd say, well, well, okay. You know, because that's basically being able to see. I see. But I also hear. Yeah. So I can hear spirit. So I hear your loved ones, your guides, whomever, you know, from the other side. And um, that was always interesting growing up, knowing and hearing and seeing these things. Did
1: you think you were crazy?
0: Well, no. You know, it's like my my dad's side of the family, or my you know my grandfather did all this, and like it just goes a long lineage all the way up. Those crazy Canadians, right?
1: (laughs) But um,
0: I didn't think I was crazy. But it was as a kid and growing up, it was definitely a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. Because I didn't really have somebody saying, hey, listen, it's good. It's all good. This yeah. is what the deal is. You know, yeah. it was just kind of trying to find my own way right. still right. Um, because most of the people that did do it were, they were all in Canada, yeah. you know, and visiting them every now and again wasn't really, you know, helpful because we, we wouldn't talk really about that except for stories of my grandfather and different things. But yeah, it is amazing to be able to see. Um, it, I, I feel really humbled by it. You know, there was a long time where I didn't want to do it uh-huh. just because I know we talked about the ego and the shadow side. Yeah. I know all that crap really exists uh-huh. and like, I never want to kind of deal with that. Uh-huh. Um, but as I got older, you know, and I had Archangel Raphael throw like a plate on Thanksgiving across clear across my kitchen <laughs> and told me audibly, like we can, we're talking now that, okay, no, this is it. Like you're going to heal. You're going to help people now. Like this is what your deal is. you like, stop, you know, digging the heels. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. That, at that moment I thought I was going crazy. I'm like, Oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> but you know what? From that day forward. Yeah. It changed my life. It definitely was like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm really going to really put myself out there, come out of that spiritual closet Mm. and say, you know, Hey, you know, I know about this about you and, you know, let's work through that together. I can help you. So I did a lot of spiritual counseling readings, whatnot, and continued with the schooling and the nutrition and this and that. And that's how I got the book. I mean, that's really how I took my mainstay, which was Again, being in somebody's energy and knowing what's up, and then adding, which I felt was the nutrition piece, is that trifecta to really help somebody heal.
1: So, take me to a, an earlier point with your uh, Clairvoyant. See, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Take me, take me to an earlier point where you, where you know that it made an impact with somebody.
0: It was usually always with. Um, it started in high school. Yeah. Right. Like when we were in high school and you know I was always the mom or the person that people came to for advice right because they knew whatever i told them validated it was you know it validated whatever was going on in their life at the moment and they were like okay yeah this came true or this was what was going on so we're just going to keep coming to talk to her but um yeah i mean it would really just be like always as a friend like i would always give advice quote unquote as a friend mm-hmm. but then i really really started to say, Hey, okay, now we're going deep. Like I'm telling people what's happening six months, a year out and it's happening. Right. And I said, okay, you know, I really need to hone these skills and do this because there's clearly a need for it because there's a lot of people that question life that are lost, have no idea, you know, or they're just just really needing the guidance.
1: Yeah, guidance, guidance. People are always looking for guidance and direction. And um, I, to be honest with you, every time I come home, I go visit my grandfather's grave and I sit there. And I just, I can feel the energy. I can mm-hmm. feel, I don't, I don't know if it's him that's there or if it's somebody else. Or, oh, right. Or, it's
0: just all the energy.
1: I, get, I can feel the energy. Mm-hmm. And I, I always go there and I ask him for guidance. I ask him to point me in a direction to make the best decisions for me in my life.
0: But you know, right? You know, right, that he's not there.
1: I know that he's not He's
0: there. like, you know, hanging out. Yeah. Doing the thing. Yeah. You know, in on you. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. You know, they're I, I, know, always I, know there. I
1: know it's not like he's that's a stationary place I, <laughs> that's his house no yeah, no <laughs> I, I know that but that's I, I guess that's a way for me to go to right him. respect and yeah, connection right? just just to kind of let him know that I do see him or I do right. recognize him right absolutely and just a place where I can go where we can just kind of have a conversation
0: absolutely you know what I mean
1: because yeah. uh, I definitely know that I have some kind of People, angels, spirits, something looking after you. You have a
0: team of usually twenty to thirty people always around you. Twenty
1: to thirty people. Yes,
0: always constantly. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, I have my one angel." Yeah. Oh God, help that you know angel. No, it doesn't work like that.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I mean, seeing I'm this, I'm going off the script. So seeing that we're going off the script, I a few before I came down, my grandfather. He had come to me in my dream. Yes, and a visitation. I, I hadn't seen him in years, decades. Yep. I hadn't seen him in decades. And he just walked through the door and he smiled at me. We're all waiting for him. Right. We all knew he was coming yep. and he walked through the door and he smiled and he looked at me. And then I, I went to close the door and I looked back and I couldn't see him anymore. He was amongst the crowd, amongst everybody. And right. then he was gone. Yep. And I couldn't think to myself for heck's sake why it was him. It was actually my mother's father who had died like when I was like eight or nine years old right. so it was at an early early point and i just couldn't understand it i was wrapping my brain around it, and i'm like now why now why now is it what's is it because my brother's having his baby what is it what is it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and i could like <laughs> and, I, and i and i just sat there and i thought about it for a couple of days and it just really kind of puzzled me and i still don't really have any well now did
0: you let your mom know
1: no i hadn't told yet.
0: okay and that's like another aunt.
1: i hadn't told her yet so like just because we have been so busy with everything that's going on right so brother. like
0: when when things like that happen if you ever do get these quote-unquote visitations right and these you're like oh it's so random no nothing's never random mm-hmm. right so it's but make sure though that you're, you know it's like saying hey hi how's it going like don't forget Like I'm still here, I'm still with all y'all, kind of thing. Like you know, make it a point to tell your mom, make it a point to tell your brother, make it a point to say, hey, um, you know, so and so was here, and it's kind of like just letting you know that they're they're witness, you know, being a witness to still to everything, you know. So pass on the good word. You have to pass on that knowledge.
1: All right, I definitely, I definitely will when I get home because today's actually a day my brother comes home with his baby, so it's uh it's quite exciting.
0: Yeah, don't hold that stuff in.
1: Yeah, it's quite exciting. So. Um, yeah, now back to the show, <laughs> back to the show. I, um, I, I, I have, uh, a few things that kind of stick with me, a few lessons as I like to call them or failures as I like to call them, um, that stick with me now to get to the point where I am right now, where I, I kind of don't let so much of my failures affect me anymore or my lessons. I learn from my lessons so much more now and failing than I ever have before. Um, what failures or what lessons still stick with you that uh, keep you-
0: Keep me where I'm where I'm at?
1: Yeah, keep you grounded.
0: Um, I'm a tough cookie, right? I've always been somebody who's very opinionated, very, you know, in your face.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> you will know? not argue that. <laughs> no, right? Some people are like, oh,
0: she's so brash, or she's this, or she's that, you know, but like, I felt like I always had a message or always had, you know, just to kind of guide people. Back in the day, it would really come across in a, you know, hard, harsh way. Mm. And, you know, so I, I really don't speak to, you know... Good, maybe quarter of my family, mm. you know, just because again, you know, opinions clash and what I do. So it's just like it, that always sticks with me, you yeah. know. Like so now, when I do say something moving forward, I always think about well, who have I lost along the way, mm. you know, for being so upfront and maybe not in that compassionate, loving way, like I was mentioning earlier. So, um, because there was times where I'd be like, get your crap together. What is wrong with you? You know, like kind of nonsense. But now it's like, okay, as a coach and as, you know, being somebody as an author and helping others now, um, I've taken on that divine energy and making it a point to kind of say, okay, let's still say what we need to say, but practicing the pause, you know, being compassionate and loving, even though sometimes, you know, you want to just punch them in the throat. Yes. But just still, you know, saying it in a loving manner. And (laughs) I do. It it will always come up in the back of my head about the people I've lost along the way. Yeah. Because, you know, moving forward, do I want to do that? No. Who the hell loves to be alone? Nobody.
1: Nobody. You know? Nobody. Connection
0: is the cure. Love is the answer. So it's like nobody wants to be alone. And so... And I've lost some, you know, some really close people of mine. And so in that whole growth and journey. So I just really kind of always reflect back. Okay, you know, let's keep it real. I mean, I even, I just got divorced, right? And even with all that, I still today, you know, make it a point to be compassionate. Always give the benefit of doubt, you know, still love from afar or whatnot, just so that it makes life easier for everybody.
1: I, uh, first and foremost, I, I appreciate you sharing that with me. It's not always easy to share that kind of stuff with people. So, um, and
0: yeah, as that's one of the things a lot of people always, again, hold inside and then it, you know, creates what? Negative energy. It creates that whatever depression, sadness, anxiety, and people really need to kind of just be upfront about their feelings.
1: Yeah. So tell me, what was the hardest part about writing this book?
0: Hardest part about writing this book was really reliving some of these moments that were traumatic for me. Um, Mm. Like the day I almost lost my mom. Right. You know, that was really tough. That was having to grow up very fast. Like minutes. Within minutes you have to grow up. Like you're like, you just turned 14 and it's like oh crap (laughs) what just happened and then you know you take on another role in your life or it was really hard writing it was you know again healing all in the same sense because it was something that just really still happened maybe only like what we're talking five years ago so it's still kind of fresh for me yeah but you know when my dad died and came back you know that whole thing like Yeah, statistically speaking, he should have been dead. And it was a really bad accident. And a lot of people go through this, you know? And so it was really hard for me to write that. To be like, hey, relive that moment again. Seeing him, you know, writhing on that, like, stretcher, it was like... It's surreal. Yeah, it put me right back over there again at, you know, in trauma at the hospital. So it was tough. It was really tough. But, um... It also makes me realize how thankful, yeah. you know, and that gratitude that yeah. yes he's here and he's had a long road to recovery, but you know, he's all right. And, yeah. and we, we help him along the way still.
1: Yeah, the same with my dad. Yeah. Uh he had two uh heart surgeries in the past fifteen years. So it's like uh when you when you see them there, it's just like it's a it's really um it's like a it's it's a butthole-clenching moment, and you're just—it's super intense. The adrenaline's pumping. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen. You—you mm-hmm. you don't know if this is the last moment, or if this is a new moment, or right. if this is on the next journey. And you know, you watch your childhood heroes still—still yep. our still heroes, right? Right. right. They're still our heroes. Yep. They're one of the first people we call when we got something good, yep. or we got something bad to share. They're Absolutely. Still, so they're still our heroes. And to watch one of our heroes in their weakest moment is always, always a challenge. It's always, always tough. It's all, It's been tough for me, so, um, you know, just.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it, for the first few years with my mom's cardiac disease, it was always, I mean, I, I would like break down every time the ambulance came or having to call 911 as a, you know, like as a teenager, it was really tough. But um, learning to have that faith mm-hmm. and knowing that, you know, no matter what happens, they're always gonna be there. Yeah. Spiritually or here or whatever. Right. Um, it's really, it's really helped me along the way after 25 plus years with her, <laughs> and you know she's actually like my number one case study in that book.
1: Yeah, yeah. I noticed that it seems like it, it always almost, reverts back to yeah.
0: our relationship, and um, you know, proud to say today that being, you know, having that she took that that road and it was a long road though six years. You know, we did the program her and I together. What I have in that book, um, so she's you know we've helped fix the mindset. We mm. helped, you know, the, the energy of the body, her nutrition, and happy to say that she doesn't have any of that, you know? And the surgeons are like, I've never seen this before. Oh, my God. Because I, 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 she's in the journals, right? Yeah, you know? and she's, she's like, a medical
1: journal, and this yeah. puts you on the spotlight right behind it, you yeah, know what so I mean? Yeah, so it's because... like,
0: it's, I'm humble to be like, yes. Like, she. I had always said I would vow that, you know, I'd try to get her better after all those years and you know like you said those heroes you just want to like lift them up right raise them up into into that light and wellness and healing and so it's like i'm i made at that point and so now she's doing fabulous actually
1: so you are like you are like what i like to call a uh, a super mom because you do everything for everybody in your circles you for your kids for your mom and your dad you just above and beyond and you still manage to make time for yourself. I do. You still manage to make I time do. for yourself.
0: So there's 24 hours in a day, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so most of everybody gets all the other hours. And like I said, I, I always allot like one to two hours for me. Because I need to kind of recharge, regroup, and get get it together.
1: So when you're recharging at that point, are you recharging your chakra? Are you? Uh, oh, the chakras. Are- <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was reading that in your book. And I, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, how do I got I got to do this step first and then this step and then this step. I was like before I, I, I don't know if I can do all these steps. I'm, I'm not that uh, organized when it comes to those kind of steps. But there's a lot of good things in there that I definitely.
0: Well, right. It's more like for the chakras, it's mainly like learning about them, yeah. learning that they're spinning wheel energy centers. You know, the wheels that spin, they'll spin fast if they're, you know, you're like on high alert. Or if there's like a lot of stagnancy somewhere in your life, for instance, um, then it'll spin really slow. But again, they're just energy centers Mm -hmm. and the thought behind all that. Right. And the idea is that um, they will govern the whole processes of the body. Okay, so your organ function, your immune system, the whole nine nervous system. So if there's something out of whack with one of them, they, yeah, you know, again, the thought is that it will create illness or it will create other stagnancy and negative things to kind of occur. So if they're all free flowing, then you're at optimal levels of being positive and good health and the whole nine, we can go down the whole list, right? Right. So somebody who's had a lot of trauma, let's say with seeing, okay, like we talked about seeing um, losing a loved one, okay? Death, grief, your heart chakra, I guess what's going to happen to it? It's going to just, you know, it's going to be closed. Right. You're going to be closed off. People call it as closed and closed off. But with the chakras, it just means that it's spinning super slow. And we need to kind of get it to where it's, again, spinning at where it needs to be midway. And you're, you know, again, accepting of whatever let's say loss that you have and learning how to move forward with it there's no right and wrong way to grieve obviously right. you know and Agreed. sometimes it's always going to be there but it's not about putting a band-aid it's about how can we work with it so that we can still move forward you know you don't need to like put it away in a box and call it a day yeah it's just how do we work with it but again understanding the chakras which there's like a whole section on that. Yeah. And that's a whole nother show. Right. But like, you know, really understanding them can help you, anybody to really keep balance in their life. Again, it's all about balance. We keep coming back to that. Yeah. Learning how to balance your life.
1: So I, Sonia, you keep knocking out my, my segues. Like you, we go from everything on my list. It's like you're reading my list as we do this. Uh, my question list. Uh, so what I was gonna ask, because you talked the psychic about psychic people it, problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> psychic people problems is, um, how did you know like this was your calling? Like, was I did the flow happen right? Did the energy come together, or it just like kind of started to trickle together, and or it just dumped into your lap? Like with your mom, like it was a traumatic and in, uh, incident that happened, and you were like, all right, today I'm bound to find something to help her out
0: okay so there was a lot of different we talked about it before the show you know like jack ball is master of none or yep. master of everything and you yep. just don't know um so again you know i've always had this right so i ah, gosh i don't even know <laughs> there's just there's just so many experiences that occurred you know i just knew though that i was always somebody that was very helpful and always had to help people. I just didn't know how I was gonna do it or how I would do it, right? Like, we, you know, you talked about, I'm gonna help people, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but here you are doing the show. So, um, when I went through all those traumas, whether it was my mom with her heart, or their heart or whatever the case may be, um, you know, I knew it was my calling when there was a lot of synchronicities happening, okay? So, again, there's nothing ever random, there's no coincidences. Like shit happens for a reason, (laughs) period. Don't even go any which way about it. That's what it is. And so every time I try to push forward on the wrong path, let's say, I'd always get like smacked in the face with like, nope, this isn't what you're doing. You're not doing this. So sad, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) So after teaching, I said, well, maybe I'm going to go. I'll do nursing because, right, that's a field to help people. I was like, yes. And I'm very, you know, medically I have like all this like medical knowledge still and blah, blah, blah from being immersed in the cardiac field. And what. I was like, you know what? It interests me. I love that. Like, I'll do that. And then my dad, the, the first day I was going to go to school for that. Okay. My dad got hurt on the job and had that cracked out accident. Mm. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, so I, could, I, I just stopped. And that was the end of it. Like, I never went back to do the nursing because I had to now, like, do other things. Or the plate that flew, like I told you, with, you know, spirit. I mean, you know, I was like, okay, we're doing this, you know? So it's like I've had multiple experiences that have occurred, synchronistic events that guided me along the way. Like, really, I'm pretty aware of that. It's all about being aware.
1: Well, that's that's, it, the, that's it, the question I have. Is yeah. Like how, 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 how you got to be aware of it. You got to be in tune to that stuff. No,
0: well, you just got to be aware. Just be open-minded. Like, okay, like, I went to go do A. I can't do A because B happened. Yeah. So, again, what's practicing the pause? What's the lesson in that? You yeah. know, what, what, what do I need to learn from this? Right. So... I made it a point to always practice that to you know know to help myself to be where I'm you know guided to where I need to be, so yeah
1: I I I couldn't agree more. Like we were saying before, it's like for me with the show, it kind of just everything just started to flow together. Right. And before you know it, now you know it's I'm, I'm it's almost it's been six seven months now yeah. that I've been doing this. It's been since February since I put the show together and. I keep meeting amazing people. I keep right. talking to amazing yep. people. I keep having amazing feedback. Uh, you know, I'm starting to build a little bit of a tribe and a following, and it's just like they they like me. And this oh,
0: who is- wouldn't <laughs> like you? Stop it! Right. And,
1: and, but and, but they get it. Right. They get it and they see it. And oh, people
0: it, are becoming much more aware these days. And
1: and now yeah. and now I feel like what I'm doing makes the most sense it's ever made in my entire life. Right. You're and giving back I, I feel like I, yeah. I, I want, I hope that I am giving back and I really no, hope no, that
0: you are giving back. We like, Correct. we got a rubber Correct. positive yes. mindset. Yes. We're, yes. We've yes.
1: <laughs> you got you guys say it as you want it. And yes. that's and absolutely. Yes. You're a hundred percent. Right. And you got
0: that, this. This is fabulous.
1: This is fabulous. So, um, with, with all of this, with trying to recognize, you know, your flow and your energy, um, you you run into like uh, stress factors, and you have talked about this in your book as well: uh, emotional relationship, uh, relationship and support, physical and diet, right?
0: All of it. You need all of it.
1: You need all of it. You need
0: all three. You
1: need all because three. I can't
0: tell you how many times when I was just doing the um, spiritual piece, and people would come and we talk about their traumas and whatnot. That's fine they feel great. Mm-hmm. It was like one session, you raised 10 like years, a decade of you know, seeing a psychologist,
1: right? right? <laughs> but here's
0: the thing, then they'd leave and they'd go out and they'd eat like hell. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, I just don't know why I still feel nasty or why I can't do this or why I still feel depressed or fatigued or whatever the case may be, I still have pain. Mm-hmm. You see them again, sitting in the chair over here. Mm. And I'd be like, listen, it's not this and it's not that. It's like, what are you doing with the nutrition piece? So I always felt like, yeah, you need it all three. You you have to have, you got to be able to control your stress, stress management. You have to have a great outlook. You have to have, your energy needs to be on point, you know, and don't give your energy away, Mm. right? And be mindful of who you're hanging out with. Mm -hmm. You have to always do that because there are people out there that would just suck you dry.
1: Energy vampires.
0: Yes! (laughs) So, you know, and then also, what are you putting into your mouth? Food is medicine. Yeah. You know, people are so quick to go grab a pill and line up at the doctor's office and it's like be another... In my book, I talked about being... A ticket at the deli, you know, just like that's just what you are.
1: I, I do feel that way with a lot of prescription drugs or things that, like even aspirin and ibuprofen, from yeah. time to time. I just, I just feel like if you, if you're popping those regularly, if you're popping any pill regularly,
0: there's something on a deeper level that yes. needs to be taken care of, right. and you know, your body, given half the chance, will heal itself.
1: Will absolutely will heal itself. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Completely agree. So there was something else in your book that I, 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 I thought to myself and I wrote down is creating a worry period. What is, what is that? I've, I've, never, <laughs> I've never heard of that before.
0: That's your like, okay, so the people that, these are like a lot of my, these are like usually my moms, my corporate friends, right? Or like people that are just constantly or consistently on the go right Mm -hmm. and if that's you and you're on the go and you're not you don't fit into that box that's all right i don't have a box anyways either but if
1: i don't want a box
0: nope exactly so if you you know if that person is in need of some freak out time it's basically your freak out that's it you're gonna take 15 minutes out of your day just like you would take an hour out of your time to be selfish for you right so do what you need to do for you for your sanity and your peace of mind Well, you're also, maybe you're going to take 10 minutes. You can take a piece of paper, write it all down. You're like stressing about this. You're stressing about that. Oh my God, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Write it all down. Leave it there. Come back to it tomorrow. And you'll be so surprised how many, like you talked about goals and checking them off and crossing them off. You'll be so surprised like how many things you could probably have already checked off. Or you might look at that and be like, Why the hell was I even stressing out about that? That was so ridiculous. It wasn't even worth my time or my effort or the energy. This is so, you know. So again, it's just being able to have you put things into perspective. If you're not somebody that can practice the pause. (laughs) Okay. You can, as long as you can write it down and go back, you then can say, okay, that's what's up. I'm not even going to stress about that no more. Right. Right. And then if you want, crumple it up, throw it out, burn it. I don't even care what you do with it. Yeah. You know, but just know that it's not worth your time. And you know, anxiety and worry is like being on a rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Where does the rocking chair go? Nowhere. Nowhere. Back and forth, to back and forth. forth, back. Yeah, that's it. So it's like it's the same type of thing. But if you need like that 10 minutes to write it down, write it down. Come back to it later when you have, you know, a clear mind about it. And then you could say, okay, wait.
1: Yeah, I did that uh, a few weeks ago. I uh I wrote down the things that were plaguing me in my life. Just the things that gave me so much like stress and like, anxiousness yeah, right. and all that. And I wrote to them specifically and then I burned them. Yes. And then I burned them. I was like, I'm not going to allow these things to continue to, uh, make mm-hmm. me feel this way or affect my energy or affect my day. Because mm-hmm. I tell, I say this on my show a lot as like, you aren't in charge of your own energy and if you can't get control of your own energy, you are not helping anybody around you.
0: Nope.
1: You are you are pouring
0: from an empty cup.
1: Pouring from an empty <laughs> cup, yes. Practice the pause and don't pour from an empty cup. So um, I wanted to ask you about the ability to say no. <sighs> uh, a lot of people. <laughs> Listen,
0: I literally just spoke with somebody yesterday That was having their freak out, but so happened to have their freak out worry period with me. Yeah. And was like, I don't know. You know, I just, I have such a hard time saying no. And I sigh. (laughs) Because not that I, for okay, hear me out. Not that I... Never was able to not say no to somebody, type of thing. It's just like, right, because we talked about how I was really crass about it. Uh-huh. Now I'm really compassionate about it. Right. <laughs> One seat to the next seat. But yeah, a lot of people just can't say no to somebody. Yeah. Without saying to themselves, well, I have, can't tell you how many clients sat in my chair, that hot seat right here. Yeah. And we're like, I don't want to come across as, um, A bitch or I don't want to feel like I'm being nasty or that I don't care about their situation again it's boundaries yeah people who can't say no have to just learn how to create boundaries for themselves so that you know they people understand where they're coming from so a lot of times if you do set those boundaries right up front most people won't even come and ask you right about a b or c for you to even have to to say say no if you just put it up front like that's not my thing or i don't feel like doing that you know if somebody's like hey let's hang out tomorrow you don't have to tell them some excuse like well i have to work just be like you know what no i'm taking a day for myself actually tomorrow because i haven't had any me time this week and that's what's up right we will connect at another time
1: right and and if there are people that are that care about you or understand that right. they, they they shouldn't have. a Yeah, problem and with if it. they
0: don't, then they're not on your vibe and they're on your energy, yeah. right? So they're just gonna they're gonna fall to the wayside anyways, right? So that which is better for you because then you don't have to deal with that,
1: right? Sheesh! You see the the way you say it makes it sound so simple, but you know some of these people can be you know your mom or your dad or a cousin or somebody that you care about that you just right. want to tell them no, not today.
0: Oh, yeah. No, my mom, my mom and I will we'll do that. Like, I'll say, hey, mom, you know, can you watch the kids? And she'll be like, nope, not today. <laughs> it's like I've I've done a lot for you today. We nope, not today. And you know what? And it's like, I'll sit there and I'll say, OK, she'll be good another day. I can do whatever I needed to do maybe another day or whatever it was, because I understand that I understand her situation. I understand yeah. where she's coming from. Right. And again, it's people today are very self-absorbed, self-gratification. It's all these things for me, 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 me. Yeah, and need, they I really, need, yeah, they I, don't think about other people. And that's where, that's where, you know, people get crotchety about life.
1: Right. Right. When you do say no, you do say because no. they don't get it. Yeah. Cause sometimes, that no is important to that person because they need to figure out what it is, whatever they got going on for yeah. their day. Maybe they just want to take that, you know, that hour, two hours that you're talking about yeah. for themselves. Exactly. And they don't want to give it up for anybody. Or maybe, you know, it's there's there's a, a lot of variables that come into that. But uh, people that have the ability to say no, I sometimes feel like they say no all the time just to say no. Do you know what I mean?
0: Um, well... You gotta then look at the situation with them. Is is there something else going on again at a deeper level, perhaps that no one is aware of? Are they depressed? Are there is there something where they need to stay inside or don't want to go out or hang out or whatever? You know, is there something? Or, or do they have a big project at work or maybe are they looking to change jobs? So, I haven't really come across very many people that just say no to say no just because they want to be <laughs> they want to be like idiots about it, right? Um. You know again it's really about finding balance because if you're always saying no if you're always saying yes you're out of whack somewhere so there's clearly an imbalance and there's something up right so then you got to say to yourself okay what's up with this person
1: yeah what is, what is it like
0: what's the real deal because yeah. there's something going on
1: uh, so uh, which that brings me to uh, empathy, and uh, yes. empathy and assertiveness empathy uh, and assertiveness I I found I, I saved these last few ones because they are the most perplex um,
0: perplexed, near perplexed,
1: and perplexed <laughs> in, or near and dear to me. Just because <laughs> I'm 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 always curious when somebody brings me a different point of view. It's just like, all right, this is very refreshing and unique. Definitely when you when you had put these in your book, and I, I was just like, well, what is this? What does this mean to Sonia? And as you you know, as you lay it out in the book, uh, I kind of Understood it better, but for those who haven't kind of read read the book yet, um, empathy and assertiveness. What is that for you?
0: They go hand in hand. Uh huh. They go hand in hand because uh-huh. most people who are empathic and show empathy, like it's their job. You know, those people feel. Those people know they. You know, they they want to always help. They're your givers, right? But they never can receive, or they always shun the gifts or the help and say, I got it, I got it, I got it. Right. Um, but you don't always saying no is being assertive, but saying yes is assertive too, because you know, those people who are out of balance and who are constantly giving as loving empathic people usually do, you know it's nice to say yes sometimes. So if somebody wants to help you out and you're always constantly saying no, like these people write, no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, what again on that deeper level? You know it's nice to say yes too sometimes. Like don't like feel that it's your pride, right? Yeah. You know, like it's okay to say yes. It's yeah. okay to you know accept help from somebody. Right. Because you are not Superman and can't do it all yourself. I like you know you're like oh son you're your super mom. Yeah, I do a lot of things. Sure, but. Sure as shit, I always have people to help me out too. Like if yeah. somebody's like, Sonia, do you want me to pick up the kids? Like, you know, my dad will say, hey, I'll go pick up the kids from school for you because I know you got A, B, and C going on. I'd say, before in the past, I'd be like, oh no. No, don't worry about it, I got it. I got this. Now I'm like, nope, yes, dad, please go yeah. get them for me because you're right, I am doing this and I appreciate you. Right. You know, so then it actually affords you then now so that you can compliment or say thank you yeah. and live a life of, you know, gratitude towards others as well. So it's all about finding the balance and people who are empathic do really need to find the balance and they do need to learn how to be assertive, whether it's saying yes for help or whether it's saying no for setting boundaries because those people are usually the people that suffer the the, you know, greatest yeah. because they usually have the biggest hearts.
1: Yeah, uh, uh big hearts are always uh they're easy for me to spot. I'm sure you can spot them too. Yeah. It's just that Just you, good
0: people. Yeah, very yeah. good
1: people. You and you just wish they can get more for from their heart. So they they're, they're a lot those one of those people's they're definitely not pouring pouring from an empty cup, but uh they they have a tough time sharing, yes. if you will. Yes. They have a tough time sharing. So uh, as we're about to wrap this up, because we've, I don't know, we've been here for an hour. It does, oh
0: my God, it felt like nothing.
1: I, know it, I does, know, it does, it always does. So you had alluded to something earlier, and I had, and I was just like, man, you really going to do that to me? And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was the question I would like to ask everybody, it's the question I always like to ask, you know, whether I'm like at the bar or at the park with my dog or something like that, and I, and I come across somebody that's just not in a good place. And they they want to change, and I, the first thing I always ask them is, "What is your superpower?" And you started to go down that road for me. And uh, would you care to elaborate a little more? Right. On your... So
0: besides the fact that sure I can you know see all sorts of fab things or talk to dead people yeah. or whatever the case may be, right? Those are really like the superpowers. Yeah. But here again, you know, being human and connecting with others, it's really I have to say is speaking your truth, learning how to be empowered and to walk your truth and to know who you are as a person.
1: I got goosebumps.
0: Right? So that's me. Like I love to speak my truth and I love to help others to be able to know, hey, who is it that you are? What's your truth? And so for me here, when I'm not in the nethers, (laughs) in the other world and the other dimensions talking Mm -hmm. or doing my other spiritual work, it's definitely being that coach saying, okay, hey, like, let's figure out who you are. Let's, let's do this, you know, living your life in integrity.
1: Yeah. I, this is uh Walk your walk. Yeah. Finding your <laughs> truth. That is the biggest thing that, that's the whole reason I got onto this show is I want people that listen to my show to find their truth. Yeah. I want them to be the best, whoever they are mm-hmm. and don't apologize to anybody nope. about it and learn how to perfect whoever that person is. Yeah, cuz
0: the right ones will come along and those those people will love you for And as
1: it. and as you start to follow yeah. that path and start to learn your truth, those those people will f- plant themselves into your life and they will hold on to you and hang on to you and they won't let you go. And yeah. they tr- and they'll, they'll they'll do everything that they can to keep empowering you along your path, along as, as, as you try to find your truth.
0: Yeah, because you've inspired them yes. and they want to make sure that you can continue to inspire others.
1: And yes, they absolutely, totally believe in you. That's the biggest thing is they absolutely believe in you. So, uh, Sonia, this has been an, a monumental pleasure of mine. <laughs> I can't even tell you how big this is for me. I, I I love every one of these, every single one of these, and I can't wait to do the next one. So. Before we get out of here, let everybody know where they can find you.
0: Well, you can find me at www.soniamanganello.com or www.integrativewellnessofconnecticut.com. But most and foremost, it's about the book. It's about trying to help you, right? Yeah. So it's you could find me on The Perseverance Diet um, on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. And actually, I'll be in your local stores, your Barnes and Nobles, come like January or February of
1: next year. Oh, Woo-hoo! that is so awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh man, thanks for sharing that yeah, on my thank show. You. That is so cool, that is so, so, so cool. Awesome. So that's, that's so dope. All right, thank you, Sonia. Thank you. What can I say, guys? Uh, I had a great time with Sonia. Uh, I loved every moment of that. That was so inspirational for me. And hopefully it reflects for you as well, and hopefully you take some things from the show, from Sonia, and hopefully from myself as well. The book is The Perseverance Diet for the Malnourished Spirit. It's on Amazon.com. You can also find Sonia at Integrated CT.com. And make sure you go and support and let her know that you were here and you listened to the show and anything and everything in between. Uh, she is a fantastic spirit, as you can tell. And uh, I just want to say thank you again, Sonia, for being on the show. And I look forward to the next time we meet. Hey, guys, thanks for stopping by again today and and play with me. I really appreciate you. I really have a great value for every one of your likes, every one of your downloads, every one of your subscriptions, every one of your retweets. I appreciate all of that. So make sure that you guys are on my Facebook being active. That's Focus For You, the podcast, and on my Twitter page at Focus underscore for you. So get out there. I want to hear from you. let's keep doing this. Until next time, focus for you.